Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. It's great to be back with all of our listeners again today. And it's wonderful to have this opportunity to come together each day here on Search the Scriptures and open up God's Word again, learn a little bit more, study a little bit deeper, come to a little bit better understanding and fuller understanding of what His teachings are for each and every one of us. I really appreciate all of those who have expressed their appreciation for the teachings that we try to bring forth in this particular program. And our prayer is that it is helping you get to heaven. The best thing that we can do to help you get to heaven is to teach you God's word. And so that is basically, well, bottom line, we want to glorify God through this radio ministry. But we want to do that by teaching you his word in depth and in detail and yet try to help you understand it in a way that is easy to comprehend and that also makes sense for your daily life. God's Word is the richest body of information that has ever been produced upon the face of this earth. And it is that because it is God's Word, His very Word. And those writers who penned the various books of the Bible were guided to write what they wrote by God through the Holy Spirit so they would get it right so that it would be God's very word we're thankful to have God's word and we're thankful to be able to have this ministry to teach his word on such a widespread basis we want to encourage you to go to our website at churchofchrist.com churchofchrist.com and on that website you can click on the listen button and you can download literally hundreds of sermons and Bible studies and radio programs. And in that way, you can study even further into God's Word. You can also click on the articles button at the top of the home page and you can download literally hundreds of biblically based articles that are filled with scripture references. And in that way, you can study God's Word even further. You can scroll down on our homepage to the podcast button. You can click on that. It might take you about a minute to walk through the few short steps that it takes to submit your request to be enrolled in our podcasting. It's all free, and then you will automatically receive, on whatever device you select, you will automatically receive all of our sermons, Bible studies, and radio programs on a daily basis. And again, all of this is for free. We want to help you get to heaven by helping you understand God's Word better, more thoroughly, and more accurately. We do hope that you will take advantage of these resources, churchofchrist.com. Now, at the end of the program, we'll tell you how to contact us so that you can receive the free Bible study that we offer every day on this program. It is free. We'll take care of the postage even. You can also receive a copy of today's program on CD for free, and we'll take care of the postage. So have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready and jot down that information at the end of the program today and ask for that free Bible study. We hope to hear from you quickly, right away. Now let's get back into as we continue this study on faith and we bring it to a close, at least this particular section of study on faith. We've been talking about the fact that, and that's what we've been trying to emphasize and help us all understand, that faith depends upon each one of us. 
Your faith depends upon you. Don't expect faith to be done for you or to be given to you, to overwhelm you, whether you're looking for it or not or want it or not. Your faith depends upon you. The initial development of your faith depends upon your studying and your believing and your correctly handling or applying to your life the teachings of God's word. Because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. You have to know what the scriptures teach about God and about Christ in order to be able to believe effectively in God and in Christ and obey those teachings properly, scripturally. You see, God does not want you to come to him some way. He does not want you to come to him your way. He wants you to come to him his way. That's why he has given us the guidebook, which is the Bible. Strengthening your faith, once it is initially developed, once, you, once your faith is established, then strengthening your faith, which really needs to happen on an ongoing basis, strengthening your faith also depends upon you. It won't happen by itself. You need to always be striving to grow in your faith. And central, foundational to that continued growth in your faith is your continued study of God's word. Faith again comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So you need to be a student of the book. You need to stay in a continual study of God's word for the rest of your life. And your faith will grow stronger as you make the proper applications. You also need to purposefully focus on growing in Christian character. Some people, they become Christians, but they never quite fully implement the development of, their, of Christian character. They struggle for the rest of their lives. Well, you need to focus on that. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 5 through 8. Look at those Christian characteristics and, and focus and concentrate on making the proper applications to your life so that you can grow in Christian character. And that includes putting your faith into action through good works. James chapter 2, verses 17 and 18. And you need to grow stronger by standing firmly on your faith in the face of trials and temptations. How did, the, how did Jesus defeat or resist the devil? When Jesus had been in the wilderness for 40 days fasting, the devil came at him with a number of temptations. How did Jesus resist him? How did he defeat the devil? How did he make the devil walk away? He kept quoting scripture to him. Jesus kept standing upon the truth of God's word. So never, never, ever give up. No matter what the devil might throw at you, no matter what life might present before you by way of challenges and difficulties and hardships. Remember how Paul put it in Ephesians 6 and verse 16, your faith should be your shield to deflect all of the temptations that the devil might throw at you and also to see you through all of the troubles that come your way just by living 
this physical life upon this earth. Now, let me make one more point in this study on faith. The initial development of your faith depends upon you. Getting into God's Word, developing and growing and strengthening your faith. The strengthening of your faith depends upon you, but also the weakening of your faith depends upon you through neglecting your faith. So many people neglect their faith once they have developed it, once they have become Christians, once they come to believe in Jesus, they neglect their faith and their faith gets weaker and weaker and weaker. And some people give up on their faith altogether. How tragic. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, beginning with verse 18, we read this. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. Now he's talk, not talking about Timothy being a soldier in some physical army in the military conflict. He's talking about the spiritual warfare. You see, the devil's always after us. He's always trying to bring us down. Remember, he's like that roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour, 1 Peter 5 and verse 8. So, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience, which some, having rejected concerning the faith, have made shipwreck of their faith, or have suffered shipwreck. And then he names some men in verse 20, who are examples of having made shipwreck of their faith. What is a shipwreck? We understand that. We've seen pictures, haven't we? We've seen movies. We've seen television programs, videos of a ship at sea that in some way develops a leak, runs aground, something, and its structural integrity is compromised and the waters of that sea begin coming in the inside of that ship and the ship sinks into the abyss. Well, there's a spiritual abyss out there. That is the darkness of condemnation due to sin. And so Paul warns Timothy, admonishes Timothy, don't let your faith become a shipwreck. Too many people have done exactly that. Not giving proper attention to your faith, many make shipwreck of their faith. How does that happen? Well, we have continually emphasized in this particular study, one way that we strengthen our faith is to stay in God's Word. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly handling or correctly handling, applying, understanding to your life the word of truth, which is God's word. How does faith develop initially? Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So many, many people neglect their faith and ultimately make shipwreck of their faith by not continuing to grow in God's Word. Now let me tell you another way to make shipwreck of your faith. 
by not consistently living by the teachings of God's word. God has given us the guideline to the best way of life, and that is the way of obedient faithfulness on a continual basis before him, living by his teachings actively, consistently, faithfully, obediently. When Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's not just an initial obedience, not one act of obedience, but it is a continual lifestyle. He goes on in verse 21 and he says, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And then in verse 23, he says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my commandments or keep my word. And then in verse 24, he says, he who does not love me does not keep my words. You see, a life of real faith is a life of continued obedience to the teachings and living by the teachings of God's word. So not consistently living by the teachings of God's word will make shipwreck of your faith. Another way of making shipwreck of your faith is by not being actively involved in the work of the church. If you're not an active Christian, not busy trying to serve the Lord in a committed and dedicated and active way, then your faith is probably going to become weak and you can make shipwreck of your faith. Remember what we learned in James chapter 2 in verses 17 and 18. Faith without works is dead. Now, let me say that again. Faith without works is dead. And then James said, someone may say, well, you have you have." works, I have faith. James says, show me your faith without your works. I will show you my faith by my works. And the the implication there is faith without works is exactly what he said in the previous verse. It is dead faith. Alive faith, real faith, dedicated faith, consistent faith is active faith. It's not just believing intellectually. It's putting our belief into action through dedication and obedience on an ongoing basis. Another way to neglect your faith and make shipwreck of your faith is to continually neglect to worship with the church on a consistent basis. In Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25 The Hebrews writer says, not neglecting or not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So he says, we need to come together as the church on a consistent basis to worship God. And we need to not neglect that, not for a second, not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the church in worship to God. Oh, but there are some other features to our coming together that are important. In verse 23, he says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. So by coming together with the church on a consistent, dedicated fashion or basis 
to worship God, that strengthens our faith personally. And then also in verse 24, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. So by my coming together on a consistent basis with my brothers and sisters in Christ as the church to worship God, I grow stronger in my faith, but I also help my brothers and sisters in Christ grow stronger in their faith. And they help me to grow even stronger in my faith. And again, that's accomplished by not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the church to worship God on a consistent, regular basis. How else can you make shipwreck of your faith? By not walking by faith. Instead, by walking by sight. When you just walk by sight, not by faith, your faith is going to get weak. and You're going to make shipwreck of your faith. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7, we walk by faith, not by sight. But again, remember what that faith is, going back to the definition given to us in God's word in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's based upon evidence. It's based upon objective re- reasoning it's based upon examination of the facts and, and, and accepting those facts as being fact. So when we stop walking by faith and we just start walking by sight, our faith is going to get weak. And then we also will make shipwreck of our faith if we keep playing in the pre- playground of sin and sinfulness. In Hebrews chapter 3, beginning with verse 12, the Hebrews writer writes this warning. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. How could we get to that evil heart of unbelief? Well, the text goes on and says, But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. You see, when we play in the playground of sin on an ongoing basis, we're going to be weakened in our faith. Because in order to continue to live in sin and commit sinful actions on an ongoing basis, we have to keep compromising our faith. We have to keep trying to reason away why it's all right to sin rather than live on the teachings, the doctrinal teachings, that point out that sin is destructive, it's condemning, and that righteousness is going to be understood and lived by as we continue to stand upon the teachings of God's word. When we keep playing in sin, we have to keep compromising our faith. And when you keep compromising your faith, you weaken it. And ultimately, you can make shipwreck of it. You know, the scriptures talk about, in different texts, about people becoming hardened in their heart against the righteousness of God's teachings. People having their conscience seared as if with a hot iron. You see, 
if we keep compromising our faith by living in sin, by playing in the playground of sinfulness, and keep taking part in different sinful actions, knowing that they're wrong to begin with, then we're weakening our faith every single time we do that. And if we keep doing that, then we'll make shipwreck of our faith. Your faith depends upon you. The initial development of your faith depends upon your studying and your believing and you're correctly applying to your life God's word on a consistent basis. The strengthening of your faith depends upon you. It will not happen by itself. You need to keep studying God's word and grow in that knowledge because faith comes by hearing the word of God. And you need to live by those teachings and you need to purposefully focus on growing in your Christian character and to grow stronger as you stand firmly on the teachings of God's word. The weakening of your faith also depends upon you through neglecting your faith. Don't make those mistakes. Don't play in the playground of sinfulness. Don't mess around with unfaithfulness. Don't keep compromising the principles of your faith. Your faith depends upon you. If you want strong faith, if you want strong faith, make up your mind to develop it. Pray to God for his blessings as you do so, but make up your mind to develop it. Continually study God's word and live by those teachings and put your faith into action through obedience and good works as a Christian. Let's pray about it. Father, oh, we need faith. Please guide us to stay in your word and help us to develop our faith ever stronger, ever more firmly. Please help us to never compromise our faith and help us to stand upon those principles and live by them on a daily basis. And as we stand firmly upon your teachings and stay faithful to you, we pray, defeat the devil so that he will flee from us. We love you, Father. Help us to hold on to your hand always so we can be with you forever in heaven. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and please hear our prayer. In Christ's name, amen.